Welcome to season three of the Short Score, the Team Roping Journal's weekly news update show, where you can find the latest on the sports leaders from the jackpot world of the USTRC and the World Series of Team Roping to the pro rodeo ranks. I'm Chelsea Schaefer. And I'm Caitlin Gustav. And we'll be your hosts. Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Chelsea. You are back in snowy country from Texas. I am. Yeah, how was it? It was it was actually really cold in Texas when I went. I at least Texas the first cold. day. I first and second day, and then the third day was pretty nice. That's good. Yeah, so it wasn't too bad. Well, Caitlin was in Texas for the wildfire. She roped, too. She got to rope in the pro-am. I ran down the arena. I wouldn't call it roping, but... And we were proud of you anyways. <laughs> did, Nick, did Nick Riggs, our sales rep, did he rope? No, he couldn't make it down. Oh. Mm-hmm. Busy. Good. I'm busy man. Busy, busy man. Glad. Good. Good for you, Nick. Glad you didn't rope. Glad yeah. you were selling ads. But. but I got mounted out, and I just I didn't do very well. But it's fine. I am fortunate that I got to go rope and work and ride some pretty sweet horses. If I were more motivational, I'd say something about that man in the arena quote. I don't know if it was Winston Churchill or Julius Caesar or somebody <laughs> said something about the man Theodore. in the arena. Theodore Roosevelt. Was it Theodore Roosevelt? I'm pretty sure Fastback just posted something about it the other I day. I feel like that's one of those quotes, though, that gets misattributed all the time. Probably. I'm like a habitual quote checker. I need to know <laughs> who really said it. I'm wrong a lot of the time, but I like to know. I like to at least try to know. You're anyway, trying hard. Yeah, I'm trying hard. I'm just not very good at it. Um, okay, so here we are. We are just back from the wildfire. Mm-hmm. This episode is all about the wildfire. Mm-hmm. It's a good episode of the short score because it's more like a long score because uh-huh. you've, you've got some interviews to sprinkle in with. Who We have the Gunslinger Opens. That was Luke Brown and Travis Graves. They won that 33 and 33 on five head. Uh, we have the breakaway winner, and that was Sarah Moresi. She was 13.08 seconds on four head calves. And we have the open. Obviously, we can't forget about about the wildfire open to the world. And that went to Charlie Crawford and Logan Medlin. They were fifty one and fifty four on six head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also that one's really special too because I don't know if you guys have read about it or heard about it, but they got a leg on one of their steers and the flagger missed it, and Logan went up and he realized that they were they gave him a time of like clean on that run and Logan went up and kind of told them like hey we need a leg like I don't know what you're going to do about it but we got a leg so that's not fair you know they could have lost the roping with that leg but they ended up winning it so I think you know good karma mm-hmm. if you fess up it's always good to be honest with your roping and everything that happens I'm looking at the results of the 13 and a half too Josh Johnson from Cactus Saddles got Mm -hmm. a big win for him. That's exciting. Smiley, congratulations. I'm with Ty Daniel um, Haler there, and they won 12,000. So we're going to review all that in this episode. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. And we have the interview with the uh, Gunslinger 15.5 five-steer winners. That's Zach Kirkpatrick and Pace Blanchard. They wrote phenomenal. That was the only hat throw of the day. After they wrote their final steers, so that was awesome. Well, before we get to those interviews, let's talk about what we've got coming up as far as USTRC ropings to get you qualified to rope in April, April 21st to the 26th in Fort Worth. So the right now, coming up the 7th and the 9th this weekend is the Brazos Valley Classic, U.S. Roping in Bryan, Texas. 
The 14th through the 16th is the Muddy River Classic in Memphis, Tennessee. The 15th and 16th is 2G Productions Heartbreaker in McAllister, Oklahoma. The 22nd to the 23rd of February, Jeff Smith Productions has the Northeast Kansas Classic. The 22nd to the 23rd of February is All-Star Team Roping in Carthage, Missouri. That's an NFTR earnings roping. The USTRC Downs Classic, that's a great old roping in Albuquerque, New Mexico, the 22nd to the 23rd. And the USTRC's Florida Championships at J3 Ranch and Arena in Sarasota, Florida are the 28th to the 1st of March. So those are the robins that are coming up you need to pay attention to for the USTRC. And then for the World Series, we got a couple coming up in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Kicks off this Saturday, February 8th at the Lazy E Arena. There's also a roping in Loveland, Colorado that kicks off Saturday, February 8th, Mountain States Cattle Company. And Sunday, February 9th, is Amarillo, Texas qualifier. They got a 14.5, 13.5, 12.5, and 11.5. That's an MC3 roping. And then the following weekend for World Series Ropens, don't miss out. Thursday, February 13th, is Stephenville, Texas qualifier and a 14.5 Heartland. That's Shelley Productions. And then again on the 13th is Wickenburg, Arizona, Yoast Events, Title Fights. Title Fights. Caitlin's going. I am going. Mm-hmm. Not sure if I'm roping it. No? No. You think you might just go and hang out? Yeah. Well, one way to do it. Looking for a run. <laughs> Runs fell through. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Um, then on February 14th is Memphis, Tennessee qualifier. That's a JX2 Productions. And more to come. Listen in next week for more updates on ropings that you need to attend in the World Series. Of course, those ropings are all on the USTRC and World Series website, as well as on TeamRopingJournal.com. We've got all the latest events on our site and on our Facebook page. So if you cannot say you didn't know a roping was coming up, especially if you got a Global Handicaps card, mm-hmm. because those are all on Global Handicaps, you can even sign up to track the times at all those ropings at GlobalHandicaps.com. There's all kinds of good stuff on there. Um, you've got to sign up, even if you don't, you know, even if you're not sure whether or not you're going to rope. Most of the weekend ropens you're going to go to, whether or not they're World Series or U.S. ropens, you're going to need a Global Handicaps card to participate. So we want you in there. We want you in the database so that roping can be more fair, more equitable across the board, and that's what Global Handicaps is all about. So head on over to Global Handicaps. One more thing, though, before oh. we get to the wildfire winners interviews. I want to make sure you all know the rope horse sale at the USTRC National Finals. It's going to be managed by Premier Equine Sales. There's nobody like Steve Friskip in the business. Everybody that's got a good one is going to have them in that sale. The number to call to get your horse consigned is 806-786-7539. It's at the National Finals, the USTRC's National Finals, presented by Cinch in Fort Worth, Texas. Yay! All right, without further ado, here is Caitlin. She was on the road interviewing the winners of the wildfire. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Score. This is Caitlin Gustav here, and I am sitting down with the wildfire 2022 winners of the Open. We have Charlie Crawford and Logan Medlin. So you guys just won the Open. What's kind of going through your heads right now? I was just glad to catch six. Um, the steers were big and strong, and it was just kind of a survival type deal, you know. The steer, it was the conditions weren't easy, but uh, just kind of tried to stay focused and do my job. Mm-hmm. How about you, Charlie? 
That was fun. I've been coming to this for open since it started, and uh, that's a while ago. I think mm-hmm. 98 maybe, or 99. I think 99 might have been the first time, and mm-hmm. so yeah, 2020, and so it was finally fun to get my first buckle. So. First win for both of you guys here at the wildfire? Yes. Yeah. Had something to check off the bucket list? That's, yeah, yeah that, for that sure. Is one of them. This yeah, this is this is a rope one. Yeah. Growing up, you know, you watch the tapes, and of every year I've got them from every year, you know, dating way back on there at Salado and everything. Mm-hmm. And the buckles are unique. There's not there's not really another one like it. So yeah, it's definitely a bucket list deal. That's awesome, awesome. And you guys were 51 and 54 on six head. Can you walk me through all six runs and what kind of happened? Uh, the first one, uh, steer kind of tried pretty good and stepped to the left and kind of checked off when the head rope went on. Mm-hmm. I kind of got a little bit by him, and good thing Charlie just kind of kept pulling him because it took me a little bit longer to get back over there and kind of got by the first one. And then um, I actually screwed, kind of screwed up the third one. I ended up getting a leg, but we kind of just stayed hooked and fourth one I think we came back or six maybe and then come back in the fifth round with the same one we had in the first round mm-hmm. and we got by him a little better than we did the first time and we were seven and then drew a really good steer in the short round and just kind of Charlie laid him up and I just tried to catch so do you have anything to add to the to your runs man Logan really did a great job of healing our fifth one mm-hmm. um, that's the one that did not want to take it and and uh once we had the leg, I caused the leg. I, I uh, the barrier kind of got the tail of my rope and come back and was kind of got in my way. When I, and then when I went to, when I roped the steer, went to pull my slack, mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. Like I got hung right there and I couldn't find it. And then I dropped my rope a little bit and then it was just it was just a, a train wreck after that. I about fell off and steer was going all over the place. And he did a good job of getting a leg out of it. That was, mm-hmm. that was my bad and stuff. But uh, yeah, then just kind of roped our way back in it and and uh, then drew a good one in the short round and just. It's fun to just have to go catch. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, speaking of the leg, they didn't. The flaggers didn't catch it at first when you got a leg. Kind of talk about that. Just going. Well, up. I didn't. I didn't even know it because mm-hmm. I've lost my hearing in my left ear, so I don't even know half the time what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the flagger came up to me and was like, "Man, that's pretty dang cool what Logan did." And I'm like, "I'm not even sure what you want to catch me up." And he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, he came up there and told it you had a leg." So we did have a leg. He's like, "Yeah, we didn't know he had a leg." Mm-hmm. Oh, that was, I mean, that's, and then, like, me and Logan are good buds, and, yeah, I've looked up to his family and love roping with him and, and great guy, but to, to know you rope with someone, too, that's got integrity, uh-huh. like, that's, no matter what, that's that's the coolest thing you can have, so mm-hmm. that was, that's admire him even more, so that's pretty cool. I'll say it's very, I like that I mean, stuff. it's kind of rare, which I don't want to knock on anyone or anything, but it's rare to have someone go admit, like, hey, the flagger, you missed uh, what was, I mean, obviously you went up, you spoke up, told them you slipped one. Mm-hmm. Kind of what was going through your head and like, I mean, that's pretty different. That, I think that's really cool that you did that. You know, I, I'd i like to say I slipped a leg, but I didn't even do that. I just roped, <laughs> I just, I just roped the inside <laughs> leg and we. I didn't really notice. They called me clean when the flag dropped. Uh-huh. And as I was riding out, they called us, I don't remember, our time. And I could tell that it didn't have a leg with it. So mm-hmm. like that. That ain't right. So actually, I got back around there behind the chutes where I get my rope bag and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought, son of a gun, maybe I did get him by two feet, but I didn't think so. I had my wife send me the run mm-hmm. video. Sure enough, I was like, I got a leg. So I just rode up, yeah. rode around there to Drew. 
and uh, said, I don't really know what needs to be done or whatever. I said, but I roped a leg on the last one. Your, your flagger just just didn't see it. It was kind of off uh-huh. down there a ways. And I said, that just... I think, a, the, I think the flyer was looking at me just to have money on whether I was going to stay on or not. <laughs> so I just told him. I think I know, had him distracted. <laughs> you know, I got a leg on the last one. He goes, well, I appreciate it. And mm-hmm. by the time we rode in for our fourth one, mm-hmm. I was listening, and he rattled off 30 or something. So then I knew they had tacked it on. So, yeah, we just kind of stayed hooked the rest of the rope and came worked out. So. And to have a leg to win the rope again, you guys came back high call. Did you know you guys were coming back high call? Charlie didn't. Charlie was thinking that we were going to have to press to come back. And he goes, I, I, I want to make, I said, hey, they do pay a short round. Yeah, right? he asked me, to pay a short round. <laughs> he looked round, at me okay. like, I said, well, I said, I really think we'll be probably top <laughs> five. I think short round, really. And he goes, really? I said, yeah, I said, I could be wrong. And then they called off the short round. And, mm-hmm. and I asked him, I said, so are we first out in the short round? He's like, no, we're, we're last out. Yeah. It's a good kind of last. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he finally, he's like, you realize we're winning it, right? <laughs> I had no idea. I can't hear nothing, so I don't even know what's going on. And and uh, so yeah, I just I just try to make sure I'm there in the box. That's my main goal. <laughs> See, I told you I had to ask about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something you can't miss. Yeah. Uh, and okay, so obviously you guys had a leg, high call back, and you guys made a pretty decent run in that short round. That was um, a good steer. I mean, I, I can't take any credit for any of that. That steer has literally run right in my loop and. That was the kind you want, for sure. Mm-hmm. Were you guys, like, what were you guys thinking watching those those teams before you guys, top 11 teams before you guys go? What was kind of, mentally, what was going through your We've head? been practicing quite a bit together and stuff, and, and we, we go through our times. Like, we, we call that, all right, let's be four, or right, let's be five and six. So, like, we call out some stuff and like that. Where we're, that, way, that way we kind of do that. We both kind of know, like, like, he has an idea. Like, all right, well, we, we just got to be this, like, kind of what I'm going to do, you know, and, and uh, I just made sure I got out and rode to him, and then all of a sudden he was just right there, and uh, so, I mean, that was usually faster than I normally would be if I had V8, but the steer was just good enough, we just made our run, and without having to overthink it, you know what I mean, so. Do you have anything to add about you? Oh, I mean, it, yeah, we just, we just drew good, uh, I didn't, you know, backing in there, or watching the short round, I mean, I think if, in, unless something drastic, you know, drastic happens, a guy can't, I don't, for me, I can't back in there and be so easily manipulated. You know, I don't I don't back in there telling myself where I'm going to throw, but a guy, I want to ride around there, ride the right kind of shape, but whenever I see my first good throw, take it. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no sense in, in being scared of the moment, and I've been, been in the past, I have been, and yeah. something you just kind of live and learn, and that's the way I look at it, just mm-hmm. be a, Smart but aggressive. And obviously, we have to note your guys' phenomenal horses. Um, kind of talk about your horse and name, age, kind of. They're pretty clutch, I really like. So. Yeah, nasty. He's probably one of my better horses I've had. Um, mm-hmm. I rode him at the NFR. He's the only horse that I've ever had that's good at short setups mm-hmm. and good at Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a he's a running bred horse and he's an ex barrel horse. And, um, but he can he he scores good and when they're out there is when he actually does his best like he'll try to outrun him. Um, so it, it helps me to where I don't have to just try to kick and try to panic. He just mm-hmm. everything just comes to me where it's easy to kind of see in those setups and, and uh, 
I love that horse. So. Yeah. Which, that running bread, I felt like, was pretty handy in this setup because the score was so long today. Yeah, and luckily he's lazy because a lot of running ones that I've had, it's hard to kind of keep under control. And and uh, he's been, he was broke really good. Joseph Harrison actually started him, so he's, he's broke really good. Yeah, it's just nice to be able to have one that can go that fast but then not be out of control. So. I was riding Drago. Um, I bought. He's 11 years old. I bought him from a guy named Rusty Hennard in New Mexico. That's mm-hmm. where I'm originally from. He ranches out there next to next to us. And uh, I'd seen the horse a long time. And Rusty, that guy's real good hand with the horse. And he broke him. And I always told him I wanted a, a chance at him if he ever tried to or if he ever wanted to sell him. And one day he decided he'd sell him. And he. Uh, I guess he was six at the time, and so I bought him, and he had started him and took him to a few little places, but I didn't really have anything to ride at the time, and so I just threw him in the threw him in the fire, and I haven't rode a whole lot of them, and my career hasn't been that long, but he's been the best one I've ever had, and he just he's just easy. You can ride him at the wildfire, and then I'll ride him at Fort Worth tomorrow. I mean, he's just pretty universal, and he's just he's a blessing, that's for sure. Awesome. And, and, they, and the cool thing is, too, like I've worked with a lot of guys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the best chemistry that I've had with guys, like the horses fit each other. Uh-huh. You know, like strides and timing and everything. And that horse is just always there in a good spot behind that, you know, and stuff. Uh-huh. So that's, it makes it to where it's like you can, you can feel the rhythm and timing to it. And it's, there's a lot to that when it comes to winning. That's awesome. That's awesome. And just to wrap this up, you guys split 24000 How's that gonna go, kind of help you guys going down the road? What's what's the money gonna be going towards? Yeah, I mean it's it it definitely helps uh, a guy in the winter time. We don't get to go to that many rodeos. The rodeos are big, and there's a chance for a lot of money. But you know, it's just it's fun. They got really good jackpots in the winter time too, and to to hit at this one, and you know, hopefully a start to more wins coming in the future. So mm-hmm. it was. Much needed for sure. And the timing of it's good too, like it's for your confidence and stuff like that. We were we were really close to to getting them at Vegas, um, and I dropped the ball a little bit and stuff. So it was nice just to kind of get the timing back and confidence back. You know, this time of year, because momentum is key this time of year. Like mm-hmm. I say, you don't have very many options, but the ones you do are huge. So you want to you want to have it peaked out at the right time. So mm-hmm. hopefully this will help get us going all the way through Houston. Yes, sir. Well, awesome. Charlie, Logan, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck for the rest of the year. All right. Thank you. I am sitting with Luke Brown and Travis Graves. They just won the wildfire the 22nd year on summer roving. Talk about this win right now, you guys. Oh, it's always great when you come and win 5,000, you know, that's always a really good roping for us, and uh, just glad to come over here and do good. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge relief since I missed yesterday and lost that money, and then uh, to come back today to get all our money back, it's, it's, it's awesome. And you guys, I mean, that short round kind of got wolfy, everyone was trying to be fast, and you guys came back high calm and just kind of made a business for Talk about that going into high clock. Well, I think we had to be 8-3, I think, or something, and uh, had a pretty good lead on them. Um, so we just had to go catch our steer, and that's what we did. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, I knew we had, and I thought that steer was, well, somebody told me he was pretty good, and I almost let him a little bit too far, and then I was headed to him, and I was thinking, man, you better hurry up and rope. <laughs> You're getting in a bind here, and of course, Travis healed him fast, and yeah. I knew he was going to do that, so it didn't matter. Awesome. And uh, talk about the horses you guys were on today. Uh, I rode my mare, uh, Scarlet, that I've had for a little while, and I, I honestly thought the roping was in her, uh, was a foreheader, because uh, it's called the gunslinger for some reason. I don't know why I thought it was, but I get here as a five-header, and I brought one horse, and I was already feeling sorry for her before I rode, but mm-hmm. no matter. She had to deal with it, so. <laughs> she did good all day. Yeah, she did good. She did great. She's mm-hmm. easy. She's so easy. And how old is she? She's 13, I think. Yeah. Yeah. She looks really nice. Yeah, she's pretty fun to have. I, I rode Lunchbox, a horse I've had for a couple of years now, and um, he's just, I've rode him at Odessa and I've rode him around. He's, he's just a good horse, and um, he, did, he worked really good today. So, he's, he's 14. 14. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And you guys rode yesterday, mm-hmm. and so like you said, you had a mess yesterday. How did, how do you make it come back to come back here? Mm, I was, I was really, really, really mad last night. I was still up at 1.30. Because I, I, uh, we had a leg on one of them, but the roping it kind of fell apart. Steers were tough, and I mean it was a it was a true blue wildfire open roping. I mean you had to go, you had to be on your game, and uh, we battled back pretty good. And in, in the fifth steer, I lost my rope because I didn't ride my horse very good. And it's the one thing I have to do on that horse is just ride him, and he's the easiest horse to ride ever. But I was really mad when I left here. I stayed up to, I was going to go to sleep earlier, but swamp people come on and I watched it for a little bit. So at 1.30 I finally went to sleep and I woke up this morning and was pretty determined not to mess up today. Mm-hmm. Only did one time, so I think I conquered it. It's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I didn't do any good either. Uh, we went out on our fourth steer and it, like I said, it was really easy roping and um, it paid really good. It's always disappointing when you don't do good but that's just the way it is you know you gotta have a short memory just like everybody always talks about and um, you know tomorrow's a new day you know that's what you got to keep in mind the main thing you got to do your job that's just that's all you can control you know I can just control what I do and he can only control what he does and and, uh, usually if you do your job you win so that's how I look at it like that going in on a five-header and you guys entered up four, like okay, entered four times? Yes, ma'am. How do you guys, I guess, mentally prepare for that? Because that is a lot of steers and a lot of runs. Um, just how do you mentally prepare for all those runs? Well, you know, anytime it's go four times and the best guys in the world are here, it's usually going to be pretty tough. Um, so you know that kind of going into it. And, uh, it's hard to uh, go through the whole open and enter four times and not screw up, you know, to stay, you know, to stay disciplined and do your job. Uh, usually it's because you get to go in so fast. Um, that, that was what I was trying to do today, was really trying not to be myself as far as rope as fast as I could, but not before I, you know, take a bad shot to where it's going to make me rope a leg or miss. But um, mm-hmm. that's what I was concentrating on today. Yeah, I, th- I think it's like a mentality thing. You, you kind of know where the area that you need to turn them at to, mm-hmm. to stay in the rope. And then when you go outside the area, then it makes you have to press and press and press. So uh, that's where the mistakes come in, is trying to stay within the within the roping. Um, of course, if you draw good, it's easy to do, but when you draw runners, you you kind of got to t- 
take a little bit more of a chance to stay in that area mm -hmm. and then if, and then but you can't miss either so that's the the hard part about when the, you get to these open opens that we go to is you can't miss but you cannot you can't be too safe either you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta be sharp the whole time and it, it and it's funny it's like as much as roping has changed through the i mean the the 15 years i've been out here whatever fundamental still you still got to ride a good horse you still got to rope sharp as fast as they are nowadays but you still have to go through the fundamentals and, and i'm learning that the hard way i think <laughs> but uh there's guys out there now that i mean i'm watching dustin squeeze it is like nobody even hollers for him no more yeah he's so he just does it so like his greatest head and shots i've ever seen and then people just like well that's just dustin yeah. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. Say, it's on, crazy. On Team Reppin' Journal's Instagram and Facebook, that is the top video from the World Series finale. Is Dustin reaching? The well, World there's Series better ones. Finale. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it was one today. Yeah. Yeah. Him and T Wade. Yeah, T Wade. T Wade, same way, man. It's yeah. it is uh, amazing. It is amazing. And and I had a leg on one, and I was <laughs> I was debating on like I was trying to figure out how fast I need to be to halfway stay in it, uh -huh. and then. Uh, I, just, I was honest with you. You can't do that. Don't even, you're going to miss. <laughs> and anyway, I mean, it's it's just amazing. But but to win and make a living, it's it still ain't changed. You know, you you ride sharp and rope sharp and do your job the best you can. You'll get your. They pay a lot of money everywhere we go. Mm -hmm. You can make a living roping. So do you think you're gonna have to get some like, clinics with T. and Dustin? I, I don't think it's I don't think I, it's I, fundamentally I, possible. No, I think that's I'm true. too short, too old. <laughs> That's crazy how they can do that. I don't know. It's just, I guess they did it ever since they were little kids, and now it's just comfortable for them. It's, it's, it's good watching, you know. It's amazing watching. So watching them do that, even though you guys knew you guys were still in the roping, like watching guys like that going around and reach, does that put any pressure on you guys? Or like, how do you kind of push No, that no. No, it, they're only doing it because they got legs or whatever. They're just trying to battle back. and. Mm -hmm. And like I said, no, and and it's a you know it's a, they're the they're the probably the best of all times at that. About I mean as far as I've ever seen, but as far as as far as making money, you know that's uh, you you have to have them in that predicament. And as long as I keep myself out of that predicament, I'll be all right. Yeah, because we're we're in a bad jam. If we are. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Well, now after this win, what's next for you guys? Broken uh, Tomorrow I'm up at San Angelo with mm -hmm. the rodeo, so yeah. that's where I'm headed. Yeah, you me too. No, that's no. time. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, he gets to be too flat tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go be too. I'm going to be six. <laughs> 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 and you have San Angelo as well? Yeah, tomorrow. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Awesome. Congratulations on this win, you guys. All right. Thank you. Thank See you, you down the road. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, everyone. I have the winner of the 2020 Wildfire Open Breakaway. It's the 22nd year of the Wildfire. Sarah Morrissey. You just won the Wildfire Breakaway. What's That's, going through your head right now? It's pretty darn exciting, yeah. <laughs> yeah to rope four calves in a row and... And it was a tough roping, and mm -hmm. yeah, I was pretty excited. And My horse worked great. And tough roping, you came back high call and made an aggressive run yes. in that short round. Yes. Talk about that run. Well, I just had to take the shot that I'd been taking all night long, and, and I went ahead and did 
did that and we scored good and yeah, just kind of launched it out there. And I was going to say, there was, there was no safetying up. It was right then and there. Well, I mean, that was a tough, a tough short round. You know, there were some fast times and I'm not going to lie, I was kind of going for first in the short round. Didn't mm-hmm. get it done, but, um, you know, first in the average is pretty sweet. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and you came last year for the first year that they had the breakaway. Yes, ma'am. Um, What's the difference compared from last year? How did you do here last year, and then what kind of you think it helped you? Last year, I'm pretty sure I probably missed my first one, and you know, just had to kind of go at it, and didn't get a piece of any of it, you know. Um, so this year, yeah, I just kind of had a little different, you know. I scored a lot better, and that set my whole run up a lot better. My horse was feeling good. So yeah, it all just kind of came together. Thank goodness. And you talk, you keep talking about how good your horse is. Yeah. Talk about that horse a little bit more. Well, you know, he's had a few struggles over the winter a little bit, and uh, you know, just wasn't feeling right. And uh, these last two weeks, he's just been firing and been working really good. So he must be ready to be on the winter circle again too. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. And uh, what's his name and age? His name is Oreo. Uh, he is now, I guess, 13 years old as the calendar goes. Um, I've had him since he was four. And uh, yeah, I've basically trained him with the help of a few people along the way. That's and awesome. yeah, it's been That's good. Awesome. Awesome. I just want a pretty good paycheck here. What's next after this roping? Uh, yeah, after this one, we head to Bryan, Texas for that memorial roping there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then we've got things like the Patriot and a few other jackpots. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's just a bunch bunch more things coming up. The American, the American mm-hmm. semifinals, yeah. Can't it's forget about that. The year of breakaway. <laughs> right, well, you know breakaway. what? It's definitely, like, it's the second year of breakaway, yeah. you know? I mean, we kind of, you know, coined that in 2019 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and 2020 is not slowing down, mm-hmm. so it's really good. Um, we've been having the breakaway ropings in the rodeos up in the northwest in the Colorado River Circuit for a few years now, mm-hmm. and, uh, and now it's starting to expand, so it's, it's really exciting. It's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. Um, and it's late. It's, when everyone hears this podcast, you're going to be hearing it during the day, but when we record this podcast, it is 1140 at night, <laughs> and the breakaway just got over. Oh, that is. It, yeah, is, sure enough, it, it is. it is past my horse's dinner time. <laughs> yeah, so talk about that. I mean, it's a long night. That breakaway started night, yeah. maybe 15 minutes after 7, and it's almost midnight. Kind of talk about just the night. Like, how, how can you stay so mental and impressive? Well, I think it was so darn cold <laughs> <laughs> that you just kind of kept moving and, you know, and and it helps to catch, right? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely not as long a night when you're making it to the short round as, you know, when you're not. Because <laughs> most of the time I'm not making it to the short round in these average deals. And so it's really exciting to be able to do it. And so, yeah. Awesome. And you had Abigail Hampton. She's the reigning champ mm-hmm. of this exact thing. She is right on your toes, right behind you at yep. second callback. What was going through your head waiting for her to rope her calf? Oh, I, she's, I mean, she's I was just cheering cool. her on, too. Yeah. I was watching her score. I thought she was, you know, going to get out, and she just pushed it a little bit too much. She was going for the win as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she just, she ropes so well all the time. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it was good to follow her, you know. Um, you know, you don't push a broken barrier on anybody, and 
I, I, you know, I was back there cheering her on as, as she was going through. Yeah. yeah, so no, it's good, you know, Abby Rope's awesome all the time. And uh, we, spend, we spend a lot of time in the practice bin together as well, so it's good. That's awesome. And uh, did you rope at Fort Worth or you ended up at Fort Worth? I did rope at Fort Worth, yes. Um, I roped in bracket three. Uh, I got some money out of the first round, mm -hmm. and then I was just too long in the second round to win any money, so I didn't get to. I don't get to come back. Gotcha. Um, that was a fantastic experience. Mm -hmm. uh, great facility, unbelievable hospitality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. It was a top notch. So, it's, did you ride Oreo there too? I did. Yeah. So talk about like talk about Oreo. I mean, there you can kind of go with your calf, and here you had to score. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, that horse is, he does what I ask him to, uh -huh. you know. If we don't do it right, it's 98% of the time <laughs> my fault. You know, he is as honest as they come and, you know, and if we're struggling, then I know something's not right, you know, um, whether it be me or whether it's just him tired or not feeling good or something, but uh, no, he is as honest as the day is long, so, yeah. Um, and just a little back, bit, bit of background information, um, what do you do for a living? Well, I was a pharmacist okay. um, for 11, 12 years uh, for corporate America, and I quit my job back in July, Okay. and I sold my house, and I went on the breakaway trail. Nice. So, I've, yeah, I've been jobless for like six months now. <laughs> so I'm ready to contribute back to society a little bit. Good. But it's helpful so, that you won tonight. Yes, so thank goodness I was able to get a check tonight, mm -hmm. and that way I can keep going. Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah. I mean, Breakaway, it's now starting to be shown more at the PRC rodeo, so mm -hmm. that's just kind of what your plan is to kind of yeah. yeah. go on. I mean, the ultimate trail. goal is to open that little yellow arena. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, they, uh, and you know, and I think it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, sometime soon. I, I, I can't give a timeline, but it's <laughs> it's it's going to be soon. The uh, especially with all the fan feedback, the committee feedback. Um, you know, everybody's excited to have us, and, and you know, it's a fast event. You know, mm -hmm. um, the the people in the stands they like seeing one more girls event. You know, um, and it's quick. It's fast. It doesn't take up much time. Yeah, it's easy to understand. So, yeah, it's just kind of a win for everybody. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sarah. Congratulations on this win. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Hey, everyone. I am Zach Kirkpatrick and Chris Berger here with me. They just won the 15.5 60 at the Wildfire 22. You guys, what's going through your hands right now? I'm going to go to every pro rodeo I can. <laughs> I'm going to enter everything I possibly can. That's what's going through my hands. Yeah. That's the way I am. Mm -hmm. I'm getting pretty broke before. Yeah, we're both rookies this year in the Pierchier. He's a calf roper, and uh, we've been going a bunch. Denver, Odessa, we got a bunch of rodeos next week. So it was good to just get some money under, uh, you know, in our, in our pocket so we can go and uh, stay out there. Are you guys, you guys are partners? No, he just cap ropes. Yeah, and I heal for Seth Hall. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. After, yeah, and you guys split twelve thousand dollars, so obviously that's pretty good paycheck, like you guys just said. Um, kind of talk about. I mean, it's kind of different to have number fifteen or being six years. So mm -hmm. Talk about that. It's gonna knock him down, pretty mm -hmm. much. I mean, yeah. we had a barrier on one, and still came out on top. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just rope them all. 
Yeah, you know, something that I really focus on is even at the bigger opens, everyone backs off. And that's something I told him at the World Series Finals, the U.S. Finals here. It's just that, you know, you have to stay so aggressive. You know, you have to be smart, but you have to be aggressive. So I, I don't think we really backed off any. I mean, he kind of let the last one out, but we still didn't back off. Mm -hmm. so. Gotcha. And then watching that short round this year, you were I was trying to. Get, I was trying to get first, yeah. I mean, I just tried to do all I could out there to let Pace get another throw. But mm -hmm. It worked out. And you were the first hat throw of the weekend. That's right. So that's that first, it said that's your first? First ever. First ever yeah. hat throw, and it looked exciting. I was, I'm, I'm still excited, so, yeah. No, it was fun. It was fun. That's awesome. And, uh, kind of, you were telling me a story about the U.S. Finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a couple years ago, uh, I, I, we were third high call for, like, 40,000, and I healed him and lost my dally, ended up losing a leg, and, you know, he's one of my, Zach's one of my best buds, so... I've always wanted to win with him, and uh, I know right now is pretty, you know, big for us. We really need need some money to be able to keep Rodeo on, so mm -hmm. I I definitely wanted this. So you, I mean, going in to the short round, talk about kind of like your mindset going into that short round. Like you wanted to win right there. Well, you know, I try not to get too far ahead of myself. Like I try and just stay focused on my position, and uh, I let the rest kind of be reaction mm -hmm. more than anything. Um, I feel like as long as I'm in good position, I can heal any any steer. So, what do we have to be? Twelve. Yeah, twelve yeah, or thirteen. Game plan about just go rope him. Yeah, but you said down. Do what you can Yes, ma'am. And what were you heading on today? That's an old calf horse I used to rope calves on, and I I didn't have a head on. I started heading and I just kind of messed around and started turning steers on, and we got better and better. So now he's my head horse. And uh, what's his name? <laughs> Diesel, and he's 15. Uh, Ranger, he's 18. Yeah, he's my old veteran. Um, just something I know, like for a six-head, it was something I know that I can go catch 20 in a row on and not have to worry about anything. So he just gives me a consistent throw every time. And yeah. where are you guys from? Crosbyton, Texas. It's right around Lubbock. And I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then, are you guys, you guys aren't still in school, are you? No, no, no. Yeah, we, we just, I just finished. Awesome, and what do you guys do? Are you guys working? Obviously, you guys are going to hit the rodeo trail. Yeah, uh, no, I'm I'm just riding horses, training horses, selling horses, and rodeoing full-time. Um, I finally finished school, and that was my big goal, to finish school and then go full-time rodeo. And so. where did you graduate from? Tarleton. Mm -hmm. And what uh, I went to South Plains and Loveland and WT for a semester, but I quit going. Now I'm working on the family ranch and rodeo. <laughs> well, congratulations, guys, and good luck on your rookie year this year. That's super exciting. Thank you. I will be keeping track of that, so hopefully awesome. we get to talk again. I hope so. <laughs> It'll be fun. So. All right. Hey, everyone. I'm sitting here with my partners, Josh Johnson and Ty Daniel. You guys came in, what callback were you guys in the short round? Fourth. Fourth, Fourth callback. And kind of watching them kind of fall apart, those last two teams. What was your guys' game plan going into the short round? Well, we had, like, our first two steers, we, they ran really hard, and they weren't great steers, but we got by them. And our second two were good. So I was just... 
trying to get a good start and just catch on them. Because at that point, I mean, there wasn't a lot of people that had caught anyway. So. Yeah, I think it'd be like 10 to take yeah. the lead. So I just was going to let him turn him, take two swings, and heal him was my plan. So it's kind of just my – that's my safe thing to do is just take a swing over him and make sure I catch him. Completed the course. Exactly. You guys are 43 that's awesome. Split, 12,000 win. That's um, really awesome. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's even better. That's even better. And, like, you guys were even just kind of talking about your buckles. Um, what does maybe just kind of win after all that? Well, I mean, for me, it's, I've had a pretty dry year anyway, and uh, just to win anything is awesome, but to win this and these beautiful buckles and to actually win a rope, it's, it's awesome to me, so... And and we were talking. I mean, this is the first time we wrote, we've known each other for a while. Long this time. Is the first time that we wrote, just our numbers kind of synced up. In yep. This one and uh, it was the first time we hit on. Yep. No, it was good. It's the first time we've wrote together, and and uh, like he said, we've been friends for a long time. Just our numbers never seem to be just right, and now they are. They aligned to be a thirteen team, so it uh, worked out in our favor. So. Hopefully you don't get bumped any time soon. <laughs> no. Surely not. <laughs> They've got me plenty lately. And talk about your guys' horse you guys were on today. So mine was, uh, I, I bought mine right after the American last year. <clears throat> actually, the it, that year in Vegas, before, I, I guess it was 2018, my horse actually died out there in Vegas. And so I... I and Kent Haley, he, he's a good friend of mine, and he set me up with this horse, and I've had him this whole year, and just kind of, we're just now starting to click together, and you can head and heal on him. He, he's a really good horse, and I mean, it's, I, can't, I can't thank Kent enough for, for setting me up with him. That's awesome. And, uh, what's the horse's name? Uh, his name is Fire Truck. He's a red roan, and uh, he'll be 12 next month. That's awesome. Uh, I have a bay. His name's Goof. Uh, I think he's 14 or 15. The guy's name's Goof. Any, he's 14 or 15 years old. He's been around the world. You'd think he'd be used to everything, but he's goofy about the <laughs> silliest things. I mean, and so that's why his name's Goof. That that horse has probably been the success to my healing, honestly. Um, I've had him for probably a year and a half. I had a uh, Sorrel Hill horse that kind of got crippled um, when I was first kind of getting back to healing and he had gotten hurt and a really good friend of mine Bobby Simmons had this bay and uh, he brought him to me one day and said here take this horse see if you like him ride him buy him whatever just you know but I think this horse will fit you and he brought him to me one day and and uh, when I started riding that horse I was a six plus and a year later I'm an eight um, and I think it's all that I mean that horse helped me so much and you know very very appreciative to Bobby um, that's the horse I rode in Vegas and uh, one second of the finale out there on him um, and then was here today and and I uh, was fortunate enough to win the 13 with Josh so you know, that's that that that's the horse I have and very very fortunate to have him with old goof he's a he's a doozy <laughs> and, uh, you mentioned the finale what open did you win second uh the 12th 12th finale you work for Cactus Saturday mm-hmm. what do you do there I'm the general manager I've been there I think this is been 13 years in March I think but I mean, I've started in shipping, and I've done every job there. I'm now I'm the general manager, so... Head honcho now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I get all the, the problems now, but no, it's it's a good job. It's it's fun. I have a... Just our group, uh, you know, Cactus Rose, Barry Berg, and 
Ricky Bowling. I mean, we're, our group is is awesome, and I I can't appreciate those guys enough. And and they they taught me so much, and I'm just I'm lucky to be there, really. That's awesome. It's a it's a great. It's a great group of people to be around. I, I was fortunate enough to work for these guys um, all through college during Vegas, the show or the trade show out there, and I mean it was a blessing. Those that, that's the best group of people I've ever been around, um, mm -hmm. you know. And I think I worked for them for four years out there total. Um, okay. And uh, like, like he said, that's that's the best best people to be around. So. And is that how you guys met? Kind of through cactus mm -hmm. and yeah. cactus yep. yep. Oh, nice. That's yep. awesome. So uh, I used to live with Drew Stewart, uh -huh. and. Josh and Drew used to work together over there at Cactus Saddlery, and that's how I got to know Josh. And I guess that was probably, I guess I first started working for him in 2012. I guess it was 2012, I think, was the first year I worked for Cactus out in Vegas. So, awesome. known Josh for about eight years now. Hey, that's awesome. Yep. Oh, and then, like you guys said, you guys never got to really team up together. Do you guys practice a lot together? No. Never. No. I don't know that we live anywhere close to each other. Yeah. No, nope. I, I see him at Ropers. Mm -hmm. I mean, all last year I was like, dang, Tyrone, you're, you're healing really good. <laughs> and then once they met his number, they, they, uh, he, I mean, he just texted me yesterday and said, hey, you want to go up today? And I was like, sure. Here's like Kent Haley. And for those of you that can't see Kent Haley, who we talked about earlier in this episode, <laughs> just walked up. <laughs> 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 oh, it's but no, that's yeah. That's the funny thing is no, we've never. I don't think we've ever ran a practice pin steer together. Really, we've just wow. just kind of. I called him yesterday and I said, "Hey, let's rip over there tomorrow." Um, and he said, "Sounds like a plan." Worked out, I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a lot more. Yeah, we're gonna do <laughs> yeah, a lot more now. Yeah. Oh, and where are you from, South Carolina? Uh, just right outside of Dallas, uh, Greenville. Okay. I, I actually live in Leonard, but Greenville is. Uh, Place that everyone knows, our east of Dallas. So. That's where practice is. Uh, I live in Midland now, Midland out there, a little outskirts called Greenwood, um, right there in Greenwood, Texas. Actually, just uh, bought a house out there uh, probably a month and a half ago. So, yeah, I've been out there for a few years working, but finally decided to buy a house out there. So, so what do you do now? I am a uh, water coordinator for Exxon Mobil out there for XTO. Um, take care of the water for the drilling rigs and the frack crews. Um, anything from getting it out of the ground to sending it to them to put back down hole. So that's what I do. All right, and so like I said, a 12,000 split, 6,000 man. What's that money going to go Saving it or spending it? Probably on my house that I bought. Yeah. <laughs> put money into it. Yeah do some stuff I've been wanting to do, so mm -hmm. just a little extra cash to work on my place. Yeah, mine is, uh, actually I have two good friends that are getting married this year and they're both, like one's in Hawaii and one's in California, so probably pay for those trips. Take his wife to a nice dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's steak. Circle two yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Well, congratulations, guys, and good luck in the next one. All right. Hey, everyone. I am sitting here with the Wildfire, the 22 all-girl champs. We got Brandy Hines and Danielle Lohman. You guys were just 39 and 95 on forehead. 
high call back, and you guys just went and made a clean run. I don't, I don't feel like anything fancy happened. It was just a nice run. Um, kind of just talk about your game plan going into that short round right there. My game plan was exactly that. Not mm -hmm. try to do anything fancy. Don't try to get in a hurry. Just take my first best shot and mm -hmm. just go make a run. Awesome. And what about you, Danielle? Mm, my first thought was I'm going to catch two feet. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to watch my header. I'm just going to watch the feet and look nowhere else. <laughs> yeah, that was my game plan. And it worked. Yeah, yeah it worked. Secured it, yeah. two feet, got a time, kept your high call spot. That's awesome. Um, and you guys have never won the wildfire before, correct? No. no. So, I mean, this is a really prestigious roping. What does it kind of mean to you to kind of win this roping? It means so much to me. I actually remember watching my mom rope in the short round when I was little at the Wildfire All Girl oh, back awesome. when it was at Toledo. Mm -hmm. And um, my second year to ever rope in it was at Toledo, and mm -hmm. I was so excited. I made the short round with my mom there, and it was like a big That's deal awesome. since the next day. So it's kind of been me and my mom rope together in this rope. For, I've been roping for five years, mm -hmm. so about five years we've entered it together. That's awesome. Um, so it was really great to just finally win it. Mm -hmm. How about you, Danielle? With me. I mean, this year, it was a little, it was bringing back memories of the first time I ever went to the wildfire. Mm -hmm. I was telling my traveling partner that the first year I ever went, I was like 17 years old, didn't have no place, like didn't know nothing where I was going. Mm -hmm. And I had to go ride my horse two miles from where I live, all the way to the road, because I live on the res. I used to live on the reservation then, mm -hmm. and it was so muddy. Like mm -hmm. I could not get out with the horse in the trailer. So my dad made me ride all the way to the road, oh, and then I got on the road and you know ended up in Salado. That was my first time. Mm -hmm. Made it back short round, miss. I come back a couple years later with my traveling partner. Mm -hmm. Made it back short round, miss. And then this year, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come back short round, and it's gonna it's gonna work. I believe it's gonna work this it's gonna time. Come together. Yeah, it's gonna work because <laughs> I've been coming here. Like I'm gonna say this is my fourth or fifth uh -huh. time, and I've been coming every time and wanting to win the trophy just because. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a wildfire. Mm -hmm. Like everyone wants to win it, you know. Oh yeah. So it was my game plan was to just come and do good best mm -hmm. I could and it worked out and you know <laughs> thanks to my partner made it pretty easy some good handles yeah, yeah so look handles right there yeah awesome and I mean you guys had the best of the best women I mean you guys are phenomenal as well but I mean big names Jackie Crawford Larry Dionette Jesse Rinsberg talk I mean and you guys beat them they they've won the serpent a bunch of times all of them have and so kind of talk about like were you guys nervous knowing that they're on your tails, and I mean, the last four, what, you guys had maybe two seconds in between all you guys? Talk about that. Just, were you nervous at all with all those names coming up behind you? No, I really wasn't nervous, which I get to rope around them a lot, mm -hmm. you know, at the breakaways and at all yeah. the team ropings. And um, if there's anything I've ever learned from them, it's that when you're high caller, when it's time to just go make a run, you just go make a run. Uh -huh. Like, don't get silly and don't try to throw fast. And, I mean, that's something I've always looked up to. But then when it's time to just go win money, they just go do it. Uh -huh. And so that was my plan to just rope, you know, use the same game plan that I think they would, which would just be to, you know, see my start and just go catch my steer and handle it the best that I could. Mm -hmm. uh, me getting nervous around them, 
I think it wore off now. Yeah. So we, just, we've all been around them. Yeah, enough. <laughs> yeah. I've been around them enough to where I just can't. You know, I kind of pay attention. You mm-hmm. know, see who's, you know, up there and mm-hmm. check out. You know, who catches two feet, who gets out. Mm-hmm. So like, I just kind of you know, just watch a little bit, but try to watch the ones that I know that are going to catch two feet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was you know, it's a normal day getting. Uh, used to roping with them a lot more, mm-hmm. so it's pretty fun. That's awesome. I like awesome. it. And uh, so you guys split $6,900. What's that money going to go towards? Anything special or more ropings? Entry fees. Yeah, lots of entry fees. <laughs> uh, same, you know, going to Amarillo, San Antonio mm-hmm. for the breakaway ropings. You know same. how. You know how it is getting down the road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuel to be paid. Yeah. Maybe, hopefully, no blown tires, but sometimes yeah. extra tires. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, and let's talk about the horses you guys were on. They were pretty consistent horses, I thought. What was that little head horse you were on? So, he actually, we got him two years ago, mm-hmm. and I did not get along with him at all. Really? So, like, I gave it to my mom. I was like, you can heal on him. Like, I can't ride this horse. And um, I actually, he had been hurt, and we hadn't got to ride him for probably six, seven months. And just, like, three weeks ago, I went, started exercising, and he was sound. So, I started opening a few breakaway calves on him just to practice for myself, and he stayed sound. Well, the night before we left to come to the wildfire, a guy was at our house trying a heel horse. And he was oh, like, yeah. hey, can you head me a couple? And sports center was the only thing settled, and I was like, okay. So, I ran, too, and I got off, and I was like, Mom, I think I'm going to take him to the wildfire. Like, oh, dang. Are you sure? I was like, yeah. I'm sure we're just gonna try it like he feels good so and he didn't try to do anything wrong and he really worked the whole day and mm-hmm. that's kind of a hard spot for him is staying hooked that many runs because mm-hmm. I think I made like 12 runs on him because I was entered in the 11 outside uh-huh. too um so that was really tough for him but he really you know stayed there but I had to just keep riding yeah that was the hardest thing trying to remember to just stay hustling on him yeah and uh, how old is work center he's 12 12 awesome I mean you look good in, on him and he looked phenomenal, so you wouldn't be able to tell that you were just healing on him. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, what were you on? Um, I was on my buckskin. She's a nine-year-old mare mm-hmm. that I raised and trained out from the reservation. Mm-hmm. And oh, let's say she is just phenomenal. Like, I've been – I finally actually really – cracked her out after last year Mm -hmm. because you know she to me I felt like she wasn't ready to be like you know a breakaway slash heel Mm -hmm. horse Um, so this past year when I went to Reno I was like I only took one horse because I got in the team roping and then I ended up winning it and I was like you know what I'm just going to get in the breakaway screw it and then from then on, she's just been, you know, I don't practice a whole lot of breakaway on her, just like a hair. So she gets a little nervous in the box. Mm-hmm. Like she kind of, you know, moves around. But um, she has just been working so good for me, like, mm-hmm. in the past year. And she has really stepped up her game. And she feels just like her mother. Like, her mom was an amazing horse that I started roping on. And... She was, you know, she's just like her mom, and I just love her. She's That's so awesome. cute. And to make it way better, she, I mean, 
she's mine, but technically she's my niece's horse. Oh, really? Because when she was born, this horse was born, I didn't even know, like, how she was going to be or anything, but I, mm-hmm. my niece's birthday was around the same time, and I said, you know what, you can have this horse. This oh, is your horse. Awesome. So, like, I get so many people, like, tonight, today, people were like, you know, how much you, how much you want for your horse? Uh-huh. And I'm like... She's not for sale. She's not even mine. I can't do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, yeah, that's my little horse. Her name is Boots. Boots. Yeah. That's cute. That's so cute. My nieces are at home cheering. They're like, woo, Boots. (laughs) You don't even hear my name. You hear the the horse's name. You're a nobody. Yeah, right? (laughs) They they just love that their horse is just doing so good with their auntie. So I'm pretty proud of her. Yeah. That's awesome. It must feel really good to have, I mean, even though they're not cheering for you, they're cheering for the horse, yeah. but that must feel good to have your little nieces cheering. Yeah, they just, <laughs> I, they even bell race on her, like, oh my gosh. before the BFI, I literally ran, I'm going to say, less than 10 steers on her, she was out bell racing <laughs> at junior rodeos, like, not even in the practice pin with me, you know, she was just <laughs> out with my nieces, that was it, it was good. That's awesome. Yeah. They just got her freed up for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they sure did. <laughs> and uh, so you won the... BFI? Yes. Who were you roping with out there? I was roping with uh, my cousin's sister, Debbie Robbins. Gotcha. Yeah. And we were high call. And I roped the leg, but, I mean, it was it's just, still. boom. We won it, like, mm-hmm. within a few seconds. And it, was, it worked out. I guess I was, it was it was meant for us to win. It was your day. Yeah. yeah. Just like today was your day. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. And, um. So, just a little bit more background information about you guys, because obviously we're the ladies, we're not really pro level. But do you guys go to school or anything, or are you working? Or? Yeah, I actually, I go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a marketing major at LSU. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I'm about to graduate in the summer. Almost done, finally. Almost done. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. I remember the day I graduated, it was like the best day ever. Right. It's finally done. Yes, <laughs> for sure. That's awesome. And what about you, Danielle? I uh, rope and ride for a living and do a little work, side work, whatever mm-hmm. I get, you know. Just a little side I'm, hustling. Yeah, and just pretty much rodeo, mm-hmm. Indian rodeo, do a lot of Indian rodeo and jackpotting during the winter time. So it works out, you know, and then mm-hmm. whenever I run a little low, I'll go work and mm-hmm. figure it out and keep going. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, are you? Do you live in Louisiana? Yes. Awesome. Well, uh, what town? Uh, Folsom. Folsom. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And what about you? Where are you from? I live in uh, Gilbert, Arizona, Gilbert. but I'm originally from the reservation out in White Cone, and graduated from Holbrook. Mm-hmm. So, it been rodeoing for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Well. Congratulations, you guys. I'm not going to keep you here any longer. I hope you guys go celebrate because I think that's what I would be doing at this point. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank Thank you very much. Appreciate it.